0: up everybody welcome to another episode of history creeps i am one of your co-hosts chris chavez and tonight i am joined by my two brothers in arms the ghostbusters with the most busters johnny townsend and carter johnson
1: hello hello uh which one of us is egon that's what i want to know
2: <laughs> you don't get to be egon i want to be i want to be, be egon <laughs> all right we're fighting over egon
0: okay over so let's say egon <laughs> let's say egon was off the table who do you guys what's your second choice Oh man ray that was gonna be fun. oh you guys are hilarious <laughs> i always liked peter i don't know why i always liked peter maybe because i like bill murray but i like peter
1: well I, I, I like bill murray too but i mean for crying out loud <laughs> ray gets a ghost blowjob so yeah
2: and, and egon knows everything yeah. so,
0: like oh wow that's great so welcome guys welcome to the show uh it is history creeps how you guys doing how's your weeks going Johnny well, and uh, Carter. I'll go
1: first. Mine's, yeah, Johnny, you I'm go first. Enough. mine's <laughs> been pretty normal compared to others. I guess the best way to put it. I know Carter's dealing with some not so much fun stuff.
2: Yeah, uh for our listeners, my wife just had brain surgery uh last week and uh to remove a tumor from her auditory nerve. And it's just been mm, it's been super fun. Oh, I'm sure. Super fun.
0: Dude, it's insane. But you said
2: but
1: you said she's recovering and doing all right now?
2: Yeah, she's doing much better now. The first couple of days home from the hospital were the real, uh, you know, the real hard ones trying to trying to get her to eat something and, you know, trying to keep up with her medication. And, yeah. you know, p- she, she takes a pain pill. I peek my head in and I'm like, are you are you dead? I can't. I got I to gotta lick my hand and put it in front of your face to make sure you're breathing. You're out so hard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That must be yeah. that must have been scary, dude. But look at you, man. We were like, look, Carter, don't worry. If you want to chill out this week, it's no big deal. Johnny and I will handle it. We'll do it next week. And you're like, no, no, dude, I need this. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Awesome. Awesome. You couldn't you don't want to stay away. You need some urban legends, some scary stories to tell.
2: And some good current creeps.
0: Oh, you want to hear this current creep? I have a current creep. Uh, And right before we started record or, or went live with the show, uh we really struggled to try to remember what it was because something came up and Johnny and I had been talking and I told him about it. And he was, and he's like, Oh my God, this is a current creep. And we forgot what it was. And then, bing, light bulb. It hit him. It hit me like a ton of corpses. So here in, this is a really kind of a sad story, but it's, it's really crazy. And, and, and just uh, bizarre, like just the connection that we have to it. So here in Western New York, uh, there's you may have heard about it on national news now because it's it's all across national news. A few days ago, no, actually it was last week, Friday, I think. There was a nurse practitioner at one of the mental health clinics that I work with. I worked for the agency I worked for. Apparently she'd been having issues with like, she started recognizing in herself that she was having mental health issues. Um, and so much so that she was calling, she would call the cops and say, look, I'm not right. You guys need to come get me. And they would take her to the hospital or have her committed and they released her. Uh, but about two months ago in February, something happened while she was at, at the, one of the clinics where she works, the agency I worked for, uh, she just got up and walked out, just walked off the job, never called nothing, didn't say a thing, didn't say what happened. She just left. A few weeks later, she started realizing she had these weird you know, thoughts, feelings, whatever it was. She called the cops. They came and got her and brought her to the hospital. She was in there for like three, we- three weeks, I think, three and a half weeks. Uh, they let her out. And a few days later, she stabbed her seven-year-old son in the back multiple times and then cut his head off.
2: Holy shit.
0: Yeah. And the crazy thing is, is this woman used to work with my, my wife used to work with this woman. Like this, I work with so many people that know this woman. So it's one of these things of like, holy crap, we know this person. You know what I mean? Like what?
1: Yeah. Isn't that wild? I mean, that's a terrible story, but it's also, (sighs) it's also even more wild when we have some weird connection to the person. Like we sort of know them. Yeah. Well, at least my my wife did for
0: sure. And a lot of the people my wife used to work with at, uh, because she left the clinic a couple of months ago to start her private practice. But a lot of those people, like they're going through some really like traumatic things right now. You know what I mean? It's crazy. It's just absolutely crazy to find out that somebody that you worked with, you walked by their office every day, smiled, say, hey, good morning, you know, and made small chat talk, you know, small talk at the coffee machine or something like it's crazy, man. It's insane. Yeah, small chat talk. You like how we do yeah. that? We, we small chat talk on this podcast all the time. Yeah,
1: that's what yeah, we do. We, do. We, we, we small chat talk. That's what we're doing right now. We small <laughs> chat
0: talk all the time. Uh, but yeah, dude, so that just happened and it was a weird connection too. just this, the the the, the strange part. It, not even strange, just the, the I, I don't know how to say it. Surreal part that we know this person and they worked for our agency and my wife worked with her. It's just crazy.
1: So there's uh, a that is, that is wild. I mean, yeah. I it's mean, disturbing
2: even, too. Oh,
1: very disturbing and it's tragic, but it's like it's even more strange to me that she was recognizing these signs in herself.
0: Well, she's she's a nurse, she's a, a psychiatric nurse practitioner. So right, that's yeah. what she does. So I think it was yeah, it's 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 kind of good that she recognized it. It's kind of sad that uh she didn't get the complete help she was she should have gotten. I don't think. Right. I don't know. I don't yeah. I don't want to speak out of turn. I don't know. But the thought is is that like they let her out and that's what happened. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, that's 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 just sad. It is in sad a yeah, lot of di- it is. in a lot of ways. It is know? sad.
0: So hopefully uh that just continues to spark the conversation with mental health issues in the country, the stigma. Hopefully people stop worrying about the stigma. Uh they feel like they have things that they need to talk about or or get out. There's you know, there's people all over the country that can help for sure. You start having these weird thoughts in your mind that you should hurt people. The uh, best thing to do is probably get some help as fast as you can. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, anyway, Definitely. and actually, before we get into the stories, let me throw this out there real quick uh, just to make sure you're, you're getting the right email. And also, you're still able to listen to our shows. Uh, it's come to our attention that iTunes, uh, the Apple app for podcasts, is having a lot of problems playing That's Odd episodes and some History Creeps episodes um, for a lot of our listeners. It's it's a known issue with the app itself. It has nothing to do with the show, the server, none of that. Uh, so we're we're basically telling people to try to use a different app. If you use an iPhone. Uh, you can use an app called overcast we've had a few listeners that actually switched to it and said that it's great they've had no problems and they're super happy that they can go back and binge a bunch of that's odd episodes that they've not been able to listen to uh, and then if you're listening if you use Android I use podcast addict I know a lot of listeners do as well and we've heard nothing but good things from those so if you're having problems downloading our episode on the Apple iTunes uh podcast app just go grab overcast and you'll be able to listen to Johnny Carter and myself small chit chat talk yeah small oh chat no, talk.
2: that's even better that's even i like that <laughs> i it like even more yeah small
0: yeah yeah. Talk. Yeah,
1: we, yeah we appreciate people bringing us to our attention uh it's just something that when chris did everything in his power because we thought at first it was from our end but it's not it's uh because every other app you use they all play just fine it's literally just the apple app that, that we're having this issue uh, and when we tried to contact for help, we didn't really get any. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, it that's
1: was, putting uh, it plainly.
0: It was ridiculous. But anyway, OK, yeah. so there's that. That's all the housekeeping is out of the way. Let's get to the show, guys. Uh, we're getting to urban right. legends, urban legends. I don't remember what chapter we're on. I think it's like chapter five or chapter six. Uh, I put the call out for the next Urban Le- at Legends episode uh, to have listeners send us stories of local urban legends from where they live. Uh, we got a few responses um I got a I got an email actually from a listener by the name and when I we talked about this before the show but it was awesome when I saw the name Vladimir I was like that is amazing <laughs>
1: yes that sounds amazing <laughs> that is- that is if, they, just... if, they don't, if they don't talk like this, it's a travesty.
0: <laughs> yeah, but we got an email from him, and he said that he emailed uh, the wrong email originally, uh, but he was glad to finally get a hold of us. So, yeah, uh, listeners, if you want to email us, make sure you email us uh, at podcast at gmail.com. Not just historycreeps at gmail.com. It's historycreepspodcast at gmail.com. So Vladimir uh, sent us an email to the correct email the second time. Uh, basically he said, uh, Hey guys, you know that he, he loves listening to the show kind of thing, but he says he doesn't have many urban legends to write about, but he attached a few articles, uh, from the area he grew up in. He grew up in San Francisco. And, uh, what I figured is, is we'll cover one of them and maybe another one at a later urban legends date. Uh, and then what I did is because we didn't get many from other, we had responses like Michael Thompson in Australia said that he was kind of looking into what was in Australia. And aside from like weird cryptids, he wasn't finding much that he could, he could, uh, send our way yet, but he was going to keep looking. Uh, so keep looking, Michael. And we had a couple other people. I believe uh, my brother tr- said something about looking into one, or I can't remember. Uh, so what I did is I found a couple from you know areas that some of our listeners are in. I found uh, an article about 10 creepy uh, phantoms and urban legends of Australia. So there you go, Michael. Don't send me any of these stories.
1: <laughs> and you hear us Michael? You hear us?
0: No, I'm just kidding. If we
1: get if we get one freaking story that Chris already has, so help me
0: Jesus. <laughs> I'm uh no I'm going to uh we're only going to cover one of them today or maybe even two of them uh so if there's other ones in there that are are pretty cool and you want me to, to focus on let me know or if you find something else also I'm going to cover one that's just outside just south of Tampa uh, in, a, in a town called uh, Wachula, Florida there's a little urban legend uh, from that area so we'll cover that cover these stories today. Uh, so let's start with the urban legend coming out of San Francisco from our listener, Vladimir. He says, I grew up a couple of blocks from the entrance of Golden Gate Park. So urban legends in the park, as you can imagine, were talked a lot about in my youth. I think these two articles do a good job in explaining the urban legend. I can remember as a kid hearing the story of the lady tragically losing her child at Stowe Lake and believing that, but not fully believing that she had haunted the lake thereafter. That being said, nobody I knew ever had the courage to actually go to the lake at night and chance we did see the lady, let alone wanted to chant anything to make her appear. I do like how it is tied into an actual event in 1908 that was reported on in a local newspaper. So here's the story he's talking to. Uh, In this article of the uh, Ghosts of Golden Gate Park uh it states perhaps the most famous ghost of the park can be found at one of the park's lakes scattered throughout golden gate park one can find several small lakes the largest of which is stow lake created in 1893 as a boating pond irrigation for the park and as a promenade for horse-drawn carriages the 12-acre Stowe lake surrounds a wooded hill called strawberry hill island and is typically filled with people leisurely row-boating or pedal-boating row pedal around, as well as picnicking along its shores. The origin of one of the most well-known ghost tales in the San Francisco Bay Area can be found in the story of a woman who was taking a walk through Golden Gate Park one day in the early 1900s, along with her baby in a stroller, when she decided to take a rest and sit down next to Stowe Lake. As the mother sat there staring over the placid surface and enjoying the peaceful seclusion of the park. The story goes that uh, another woman came to sit beside her and engaged her in conversation. The two chatted for a while and no one noticed that the stroller with the baby, uh, the baby in it was rolling away towards the water. Still unnoticed by the two conversing women, the stroller is then said to have fallen into the lake where the baby tragically drowned. When the two women were done talking, the mother is then said to have looked around for the stroller and noticed it to be gone. Not knowing that it had rolled into the lake, the concerned mother began looking all over the park for her lost baby, becoming more and more frantic as time passed. She looked everywhere and asked anyone she saw if they had seen her baby, but it was all in vain. No one had seen the stroller or the baby, and there was no sign of where they could possibly be. The distraught mother is said to have spent the entire day and night desperately searching up and down the park, while the whole time her dead child floated at the bottom of Stowe Lake, unbeknownst to her. How do you float at the bottom of a lake? Anyway. If uh,
2: If you're strapped into the carriage.
0: Oh, I guess, yeah, you're right. After meticulously scouring the park to no avail, the mother then returned to the lake, perhaps realizing it was the only place she hadn't checked and proceeded to dive in right before the eyes of terrified bystanders. The story says that she never surfaced, and although the body of the dead baby was eventually found, the mother had simply vanished, at least in her physical form. Since this tragic event, it is said that the ghost of the Morning mother has never really gone away. Perhaps the earliest report of the ghost of Stowe Lake, also known as the White Lady, is an account published in San Francisco, San Francisco Chronicle on January 6, 1908. It was reported that a police had stopped a speeding car and found the driver to be in a panicked, agitated state. When asked what had happened to frighten him so much, the man told the police that a glowing spectral woman in white had appeared in front of his car and had seemed to exude a thick cloud of dread, provoking a profound sense of fear in him that had almost caused him to crash, after which he had sped away filled with terror. The report would mark the beginning of a history of people spotting the white lady, which would last up until present day. Wow. The most commonly reported appearance of the ghosts revolve around some permutation of the experience of coming across a frantic-looking barefoot woman dressed in white somewhere in the park who will ask, Have you seen my baby? before vanishing. Even somewhat creepier are details that tell of the woman drifting up out of the water of Stowe Lake in order to plead to visitors to help her find her baby. Wow, dude. And then here's a part here where it says uh, the haunting has also spawned the urban legend that the lady can actually be summoned if you stand beside the water's edge and chant, White lady, white lady, I have your baby, three times. When the phantom slithers out of the water, she is then said to ask if you have seen her baby. Unfortunately, in this scenario, there seems to be no correct way to answer that question as she will forever haunt you if you say yes or kill you right where you stand if you say no. So there you so, go.
2: Okay, so
1: we don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we learned. We do not yep, do that we thing. Don't do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the we woman. Don't do the thing. The woman of white, the white woman of, of Golden Gate Park. So that's the thing. I guess uh, it, it, we've talked about it before. Urban legends are usually spawned from real life events. And that sounds like such a tragic event. But I wonder how real is the part where she dives in for it and never comes back?
1: That part's probably exaggerated, I would think. You think so? I think so. I mean, that's, that's how a lot of these urban legends get going. I mean, something tragic happens. I mean, that's a tragic event to happen in the first place. And I am I guarantee she definitely jumped in the lake at one point. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guarantee that part is true. But I would also think she came right back up, you know. And she went to get help or something like that.
0: Carter, as a father with a child like that kind of a story, does that make you like shiver? Does that just make you feel like because that's got to be terrifying that that idea of you know losing your child, not having any power in in you know what comes to 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 hurt your children. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty scary, man. It's just just hearing that, like you know. Yeah, just just hearing that is creepy. Like I can't even imagine being somebody that was like there and saw that happen.
0: Now I can't remember. You know yeah, I can't remember when we brought up um, Bloody Mary before. But were you the guys? Were you guys the kind that did these games? Would Would you do the Bloody Mary in the in the mirror when you were a kid?
1: I did it once because my cousins dared me when I was like <laughs> seven or eight. That's literally the only reason I did it. I do remember. I do remember being terrified the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like in my hair. mind, like in my mind, I knew it, it. I knew it was just made up. But like, you always have that small part of you that's like, well, what, what if? Yeah, you know this whole what if there is something to this. And I say these words, and all of a sudden, his face appears. I'm going to need a new pair of underwear. <laughs> but thankfully, uh, I saw nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, so I wonder how many people really try to do this. Like, is this really a game that kids do to try to dare each other to go out to the the lake, you know what I mean? and and uh, Oh, you know it is, yeah. Would you do it? For real, like, would you do it now, in the dark, at night, as oh, an, ad- as an no. adult? As an no. adult?
2: Mm-mm.
1: No, no. I got better <laughs> things to do than a test I don't bl- like I, that. Yeah, I don't play Bloody Mary, <laughs> I don't mess around
2: with lakes, and I don't play the elevator game.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, the no. elevator game. That's going to have to come up in a future episode. That's a good one. Uh, so there you go. There's one of the stories out of Golden Gate Park. Uh, again, you yeah, know, the, the part that's that is
1: interesting on that is, yeah, you can go all across the country and find these oh, urban yeah. legends about a lady in white.
0: Yeah, why I was you just gonna that say is? that. Why do you think yeah. that is? You think it's just the spectral form is gonna be that ethereal white, or do they just kind of is there a wardrobe you pass over and they're like, all right, here's your white dress?
1: Maybe there's just something to that color because isn't it like a, a color of purity almost? Yeah, uh, hmm. you know. Cause I know, I know for sure there's like a a really famous one, I think in Chicago, uh, there's a famous one around in this area somewhere. Uh, so I think it's all over the country that there's some lady in white. That's I still remember. And I probably brought this up before, but there was a very famous episode of unsolved mysteries where, uh, in the reenactment, they were passing this lady who was supposed to be a white lady in white ghost. But when I turn around to see your face, her face was just just a void, just blackness there. Oh, and I, and I saw that in my nightmares for years. <laughs> oh my
0: god, <laughs> dude, that would that would terrify the crap out of me. Are you kidding
1: me? Oh yeah, and I was a kid when that show came on, so oh my that stayed god. with me for quite a while. What was
0: this on? You said unsolved mysteries? Yeah, it was an unsolved mysteries. Oh, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it now. Um, yep they're all, they're all on Amazon. Oh, I know. Trust me, I know. Yeah.
2: They did they did one like that for uh, Supernatural too. Oh, oh. yeah. I and mean, that might have been the very first episode of Supernatural, I think. It was it was definitely one of the very first episodes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was episode 1, I believe. We could
0: do, I uh, think you're right. We could do stay, a...
1: tuned for Car- stay tuned for Carter and I's podcast about Supernatural. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we go. We could do a uh we could do a mini episode about all the different women in white stories uh oh, yeah, for Patreon, sure. for Patreon listeners. So keep an ear out in the future there. So all right, moving forward, the uh we're going to go over to Florida now. Go all the other side of the coast. Um, this is out, like I said, it's a little town just south, uh, of Tampa called Wachula. Uh, so this is how the article goes. That and sounds
1: like, it sounds like something like of the Hutt would say.
2: Wachula. Han solo Chewbacca.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Did you throw Honky in there?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that doesn't right. like a of a the Hutt word. Doesn't
0: it? <laughs> it, doesn't it, it, it definitely does. Uh in the, I'm gonna every time it comes up, I'm gonna pronounce it like it's job of the hut speaking.
2: And go. I'm gonna be like ho 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 ho, ho.
0: <laughs> This is the gruesome tale of Florida's bloody bucket bridge. Oh wow Yeah this is different. I think
1: I've heard of this one. Have you alliteration read? is amazing in this already.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. In the little Florida town of Wachula there is, See, it's perfect. <laughs> there, is a, there is a road that dates back over 100 years known as Bloody Bucket Road. As you travel down that old road, you'll come to Bloody Bucket Bridge, a small bridge across a narrow waterway that locals say has been known to run red with blood. Of course, it's not pl- publicly called Bloody Bucket Road on any map, but it's a name that is stuck with the location for decades because of its ominous past. As the story goes, an elder, an elderly now freed slave woman and her husband settled in Wajula, Florida, <laughs> right after the Civil War. There, she became a midwife. Some say she did the horrible things she eventually did because she never really got over having her own children taken away from uh, while a slave. This is written weirdly. Uh, it was also rumored that she was slowly losing her mind. Whatever the cause, she began suffocating and killing the babies she delivered just as they were being born. She would take the babies down to the river where she would bury their bodies along the bank. She would then walk to a nearby bridge where she would dump buckets of blood from the delivery into the water. Because no one could prove she was actually murdering the children and they weren't just stillborn, she was never arrested. Needless to say, after repeated deaths, the locals stopped using her as a midwife but she was rumored to have killed close to 100 children. She spent the remainder of her days a mad woman living in the Florida swamps, screaming that she was haunted by the ghosts of the babies. She so it s-
1: took it took 100 <laughs> baby lives before they realized, hey, maybe we shouldn't use this lady. Seems,
0: uh, yeah, it's looking that way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like after the first 50, like, you know what, we'll give her <laughs>
0: one more try. <laughs> well, this one first- more try. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she would sit in her home and listen to the cries of all the children that had perished by her hands. Next to her, she supposedly kept a bucket which she would fill with ghost, which would fill with a ghostly blood. Several times a day she would walk down the road carrying the bucket to the bridge where she would dump it into the water. And the rumor is to this day, if you go down to the bridge during a full moon and look into the water, you will see that it runs red with blood. Just be warned. Some say you can still hear the cries of the children emanating from the woods. So there you go. More children dying. I didn't realize that that's, that's where this was hey. going. I mean, like, I, I knew a little bit about it, but I didn't realize how just, like, just disgusting that was, dude. Can you yes, imagine
1: that? That is very creepy. Now, I think yep. the
0: hundred is is exaggeration, kind of like the lady jumping in, you know, in the in the lake and never coming back. But, right, but yeah. to it's to it had to be a significant enough number that this because this it's a story, right? It's enough for it to yeah. horrify the public and say this is what this woman has been doing this whole time.
1: I mean, even just one time is way too many. But it's you know, anytime something tragic like that happens, we we have a tendency as humans to. Uh man, romanticizes is the wrong word, but you know to really take something and yeah, uh, and and buff it up in a way.
0: Yeah, give Embellish it a lore. It. Give it a yeah. lore.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, do you? So the thing is, is they do, they say you go out there on a full moon, and if you look into the, the water, it'll look like it's it's blood, blood water. Uh, if that was even the case, I'm sure that's just that there's an easy explanation for, you know, light refraction or something, right?
1: Probably, Probably so, but the other thing is that this lady, uh, if, if there's any truth to this, yeah, if, she, if she murdered that many, that, that many children, uh, something tells me that she has very little conscience, if any at all. So I would uh, seriously doubt that she was remotely affected by it. I would think. Yeah. No, Not on, I could, be, I could be wrong though. Cause who was that gangster? I can't remember who it is. Al Capone. Was it Al Capone? Yes, sir. Who, when he was thrown in jail yep. at the rock over there, uh, uh, he would scream sometimes saying somebody was in a cell with him when nobody was there and it was somebody he had had killed or something like that uh, he did he <laughs> said he he heard
0: yeah. a, he heard the cries of and of the people he had had killed and and uh, there were times where some of them would come visit him uh, I think yeah. there was there's guards that say they would hear him screaming at night telling them to leave him alone
2: that's yeah, because yeah. his brain was slowly rotting from syphilis
0: yeah so who knows this is there in this you know af- just after the Civil war so this woman could have had anything that may have started making her go mad and see ghost and, and and because it's her conscience because i mean you can't i mean you always hear about serial killers and people who kill i, I just can't think that actually taking someone's life with your bare hands is not going to affect you at all you know what i mean i mean i mean i i, I guess we know whether there, there are crazy serial killers <clears throat> out there stone cold killers but i feel like even that is maybe an act that there's something there's something that it's it, it obviously affects you a certain way
1: well, that's what we want. That's what we want to believe because that's kind of what a part of what makes you a human being is having some sort of empathy or feelings about something. But I mean, I've seen some of these serial killers, their interviews and stuff, and either they're in crazy good actors or they really don't care at all.
0: Well, I'm not saying so, that they have remorse, but it has to change them in some way. You know what I mean? Like,
1: and I think they were already changed to begin with to even have the capabilities of doing those things.
0: You don't feel like part of it's an act that they want us to look at them like they're a monster?
1: I, sometimes i mean it, i'm assuming it's different cases for different people but uh you know sometimes uh, i mean there's there's, it happens so many times that these serial killers would be liars and they would embellish the numbers and that kind of thing so you're probably on something there yeah uh,
0: i don't know um i don't know what do you guys think you, you would you want to go check out the uh the river in wadula we well, did the, the urban
2: legend doesn't say anything about like her ghost showing up if i go out there right
0: (laughs) who knows man you might hear her crazy (laughs) mad rambling screaming from the swamps behind you as you're looking into the river
2: there is literally no problem that we bring up on this show that can't be solved with a proton pack (laughs) i mean i'm serious this is no i'll go i'll go out there with a fully functional proton pack how about that you give me one of those unlicensed nuclear accelerator, I will
0: so go out there. <laughs> ready ready to do battle. Right? The, scre- the screams you'll
1: be hearing won't be that lady. It'll be me because there's humongous mosquitoes down there,
0: and <laughs> the I'll the, be
1: crying for help.
0: The size of horses, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll need proton
1: packs for those mosquitoes, Carter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like you said, there's no problem that comes up yeah. that can't be handled. And um,
1: alligators, they have those down there too.
0: Yeah, big gators too, big boys. Um, all right, so let's move to Australia now. All right, G'day, uh, good night mate. A- a- good night,
2: mate. Good night. I can drive that tanker. <laughs>
0: um, Sorry, just
2: throwing some Mad Max in there. Why there not? Go. Right.
0: Uh, <laughs> so there was one that's on here, um, but they they both are kind of s- short. So I was going to cover the two. Um, here's the first one in 1940. Tragedy struck the outskirts of Canberra, uh, Canberra, Australia. A Lockheed Hudson II bomber carrying four members of the government spiraled out of control and crashed into the nearby woods. Uh, known as the Canberra Air Disaster, the incident would go down in local history in more ways than one. Fast forward a hun- handful of years and Canberra residents started reporting strange encounters in the woods. It was said that unearthly lights could be seen near the old crash site, while others reported hearing the distant drone of an airplane followed by a loud bang. But nothing compares to the story told by one teenage girl. Not long after the first sightings were reported, a teenage girl ran screaming from the forest, claiming that she was being followed by the long dead airman. Still shrouded in flame, the figured uh, long dead air man still shrouded in flame. The figure had pursued her to the edge of the forest. And she wasn't the only one. Over the years, many stories have built up of people having hideous encounters near the crash site. Encounters so horrible that few ever return to the woods again. Is the burning airman still out there somewhere waiting for them? Yowzers!
1: All right. So, Carter, proton pack.
0: Proton pack. (laughs) (laughs) But there you go. So, again, you see something that they tie to the tragedy um and and now it's the story of the woods where you'll you'll encounter the flaming man like that isn't that's different i don't think i've come across anything where we've had encounters of anyone on flames
1: right it's the human torch right there
0: johnny
2: storm (laughs) johnny seriously
0: johnny storm showing up i'd like to hear from michael about this if he's ever heard of this uh i don't know how close or far he is from canberra and if it's something he'd be willing to be almost like a uh our, our, our news guy on the scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, in the, man Our on man the on the ground. Yes. So so if, if anyone who is a listener has heard these stories and you live near these, uh, I want you guys to be reporters for us. I want you to go and test some of these things out try the little sing-song chants go out there at night and see if you see a man on flames uh and then report back to us safely safely let's throw that word out
2: there yeah there we go we are not we are not responsible
1: (laughs) let's not just send these people to their doom (laughs) (laughs) let's just let's be responsible
0: vladimir's (laughs) gonna go diving into the middle of the lake and golden gate park
1: yeah please don't do that vladimir yeah no yeah definitely
0: uh but i'd love to test some of these things out i'd like to hear people who did it maybe take a recorder or take your phone with you and and just audio record the experience as it's happening and then email it to us History Podcast at gmail.com we'll put it on the show uh but anyway That's
1: like- also the police know that too when they come after us <laughs> for what we've just done uh but yes
2: disclaimer
1: yeah, that was all chris chavez carter johnson and johnny townsend have nothing to
0: do with i'm just gonna edit that part out it's, just, it's, it's gonna say carter and johnny have to do with it we're all going down together i guess you'll hear me cut in and go everything to do with it uh, okay one more from australia uh, this one takes place in a park as well. And I've noticed that that's a thing. Is You know, it's, it's funny how, like, during the day, parks are great. People have a great time, cookout, party, you know, uh, have games, sports. Parks are amazing. Uh, parks at night, though, are another thing. Parks at night are like someone's pulled back the veil and you've walked into the underside, you know, the upside down.
1: Well, also, anything, I've noticed that anything that during the day has a lot of people at it. Uh, when it's nighttime, where there's nobody there, it gets—it just becomes creepy automatically.
0: Yeah, that's agreed. True. Very true. So uh, this one is uh, the story, or, or the the uh, the legend of the Kings Park Coven in Perth. Ooh, yeah. So parks are terrifying places at night. Whoa, look at that. They say the same thing, and Kings Park in Perth is no exception. At slightly over four kilometers squared. Somebody do the uh, the metric math on that and tell me what that means in our language. It's larger than Central Park in New York or Hyde Park in London. Well, I've been to Central Park, and I kind of have an idea how big that is, so that's pretty freaking big. Uh, when the sun goes down and the lights go out, it plays host to some very spooky legends. The spookiest of all of is the Satanists' rumor. It's said that on certain nights, a coven of devil worshipers take to the park where they perform o- all sorts of weird rites, occult symbols are drawn, figures are burnt, and orgies take place on the grassy slopes. But every- oh yeah, <laughs> this sounds like a <laughs> good Saturday night <laughs> right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but every once in a while, the coven also offers up <gasps> something extra special—a human sacrifice. Oh. Uh, that's gonna be—I don't know. For me, it's tough to beat an orgy. The le- the legend is further fueled by occasional reports of local homeless men going missing. It's said that those who sleep in the park run the risk of becoming the coven's latest offering to their hideous god. The legend almost certainly has no basis in fact, but you can—you won't catch most locals entering King's Park after midnight, just in case.
2: Also, man, a, lot of, a lot of those damn things were urban legends until people started putting cameras in their cars and stuff and recording these weird hooded figures in groups on the side of the road. Shit's all over YouTube, man. It's terrifying.
0: Really? I don't think I've ever seen the hooded people on YouTube. Oh,
2: look that dude. Up. D- there's a really famous one where there's
1: like a bunch of people in some town square late at night. And it's probably fake, but it's really creepy. And they're like in a, and they have a human sacrifice like right what? there what no way but it's set up but it's set up perfectly though it is i mean it's it's creepy as all get out
0: okay that's crazy well here's the thing okay uh we talked about uh do you remember the what was the name of the 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 kids place uh in the 80s when that kicked off the devil worshiping and satan occult thing oh the mcmartin
1: preschool yes so the Uh, mcmartin say nickelodeon that was way off
0: (laughs) nickelodeon mcmartin (laughs) you know they sound the same uh yeah but so we know about like the, how that happened and how the whole scare of Satanists and this. Uh, and then you hear these stories and a lot of times your instinct is, oh, come on, every town has their group of Satanist kids that you know inhabit a place at night or an abandoned warehouse or something and do their... Like, everyone has those stories that there's rituals and things happening, right? Yeah. And so you brush it off like it's garbage. And then we have things like the slenderman killing you know you have things where these like they, these kids really do get um i don't know uh influence to do crazy dumb things um i don't know if i brought it up on on this show before but have i, I told you guys about those audio tapes i have of um it's a uh a baptist uh it's a it's a baptist um uh, a church service where this guy is talking about how he used to have a, a radio show, and this girl called in. And while he's talking to her, yeah. uh, he started to realize she was possessed. So he recorded a lot of their conversation. And so apparently, what you hear is him speaking to somebody who goes in and out of being normal, and then a demonic voice. Um, so, like, I, I I've heard those kinds of things, and I've heard you know, like we see that that on the news. You'll see once in a while this this thing happens, and you find out a group of kids are. Are claiming to worship Satan and you know attacking another kid to try to perform a sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? We see these things. They do come up. So when this happens and you hear these stories in Perth, do you need a proton pack or do you have no problem walking through the park at night?
2: Proton pack, (laughs) because proton pack solves everything. You 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 know you get a ghost coming at you, you can take that ghost out. You get a guy coming at you with a knife or something trying to take your wallet, we're going to blow him into atoms, man.
0: <laughs> but seriously, yeah. I think I think my point what I was going to make though in all seriousness is that I feel like this is could be real too, not just urban legend, only because you have it's been shown to be real before, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I want to play a game of paper rock proton pack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How do you make the hand motion for proton pack? Just wiggle your fingers.
1: No, you, know, you got to yeah, don't cross the streams. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's that's very good important safety tip thank (laughs) you
0: oh that's in all aspects of your life so uh wow so yeah so there you go there's a another story out of australia this one seems to again could be based in reality because we've seen these stories come up so that's why you know you would it's it's almost where you hear it in every single small town at least that's why I think it is is because not because it's real in every small town but because there were instances where we could say this is based in reality you know what I mean
1: yeah for sure yeah and I also think a lot of times where all of this comes from is uh, you know I, I actually do believe at some points that maybe uh, there's like a darker a darker if you want to call it Satan or whatever in somebody but I think that's way rare. And a lot of times we'll throw in this whole Satanist thing to be like a catch-all explanation of something Yeah. uh, instead instead of trying to understand what's really happening with somebody. Interesting.
0: Carter, what do you think? think
2: I think that every time we get into these urban legends, we always come to the conclusion that there's got to be some little kernel of truth.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. You
2: know that 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 kicks these stories off, if you will.
0: So they come from something, at least. Yeah,
2: so. yeah, yeah. They come from somewhere. So,
0: and that's the creepy part. That's where the scary comes in, because it's scary when you have your sing-song chants and these little games you play. Yeah, it's fun and it's scary, but when you're an adult and you can start to really think to yourself, okay, let's be realistic here. Let's be logical. I could walk into the bathroom and do Bloody Mary, and let's like, it shouldn't happen, right? But
2: <laughs> see there you go you're proving the point I'm right saying, there it's like, like as it does it, it,
0: exactly it, it as an not happen
2: but but but
0: what if it does exactly you're always going to have that that little piece of doubt but the scary thing to us and, and and i think when you step out of the stories and the urban legends is the reality part of it is that wow you know somebody had to die for this to become a story this woman had to like go mad and, and kill babies as they're being born for this to become a story you know, this has to it's 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 crazy, dude. That is like you made a point there that that it comes down to it always is based in reality. And that's just the scary part.
2: Well, yeah, there's I mean, I don't know. We, I, I watch a lot of monster movies, a lot of horror movies and stuff. But it all boils down to the fact that there's nothing scarier than a human being some doing something awful to another human being.
0: Agreed.
1: You know, right. which sadly has happened quite a few
2: times in our history. Yeah quite quite
0: a few yeah for true so there you go people there's some urban legends from around the world uh we'll be looking to hear some more from you guys as well and we'll include them in future urban legend chapters and um yeah also patreon listeners look for that women in white one i think we're going to do one special for you guys as well so look for that anything you guys want to say before we head out i know we're going to go ahead and shout out our supporters johnny did you want to tell them about your new show uh
1: yes uh, what exactly is it called <laughs>
0: johnny townsend's horrid movie reviews
1: that's right starting very soon as in hopefully by the time you can even hear this on anything you can get a podcast on you should be able to download my new show and that's where uh, if you listen to the show you know that i i just can't watch a horror film i just can't do it i just can't uh, and i won't but what, what i will do is i will watch a movie trailer for the horror film and then review the film based off that trailer only
0: I can actually tell you right now, it has been accepted. It is active. Episode one is live on iTunes. There we
1: go. Uh, and the very first one is Jason X. So,
0: so Carter, oh, do you? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yes. Okay, Carter. <laughs> Carter. So, you remember Jason. You know Jason X. Johnny's never seen this, okay? Yeah. Oh, but you got to realize Johnny knows who Jason is, right?
1: Yeah. How do you See, think? I know- Obviously, I know of Jason. Like I know of his pop cultureness. So what? But, yeah, yeah. but I've never seen any of those movies how at do all. You I just think, know of him.
0: How do you think Johnny rates, or even tells you what the movie's about when the trailer shows it? It's all in space, dude. It's yeah, the best. I,
2: I, it is dude, the best. I,
1: mm, he told me. He told me I was <laughs> eerily close.
0: <laughs> yeah, as bad
2: as he yeah, was making it, this it sound. I, yeah, it's a bad movie, man. It's just bad. <laughs>
0: Uh, it was amazing.
1: Well, I gave it a high review. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, it's great though. You gotta if you, if you get a chance, listeners, go check it out. Johnny Townsend's horrid movie reviews. It's it is on iTunes. We're gonna be putting it through Stitcher as well. Uh, if you have issues with your uh, Apple Podcast app, switch it over. Uh, But you can always download any of these episodes from our network. I make sure that every episode that we put up is able to be downloaded. So if you have any issues with your podcast apps, last resort really is you could download it on your laptop or uh, other devices and listen that way. Um, So that's about it. That's
1: bicbp radiocom
0: That's it. That's about it for me. Do you guys have anything else you want to say before we uh, thank our listeners?
1: Nope, I'm just ready to to thank them. It's going to be my turn this time. Ooh, do it. Oh,
0: you better, you better come with it, see, yes, Come with it. Yes,
1: I will. It's me, Vladimir. Uh, Andrew, thank you so much. <laughs> Tim, thank you, Tim. Dan, we would be nowhere without you, Dan. Samantha, oh, Samantha. Michael, Michael. Oh, I see you at night, Michael. I shouldn't have said that. That's creepy. And Sean, thank you, everybody, for supporting history creeps
0: and if you want to be called out or be a part of the extra audio head over to patreon.com slash history creeps and for johnny townsend carter johnson this is chris chavez thanks so much for joining us for another chapter of urban legends another episode of history creeps we'll see you guys next time remember stay creepy bye bye